1: Horses at Race in New Zealand, he knows. German composers, he knows too. What oil bark used in his car? Well, he probably didn't own one. Garrick R. Knight on Twitter. Garrick, how are you? Yo, yeah. how are we? <laughs> Good. Well, I was talking to Julian, he, mate. We were having a the chinwag
0: there trying to figure out. Whether I put the phone on speaker or just talk to you normally, because sometimes I have been having a few issues with that. Anyway, here we are. Good to have. Good to be back. I thought I'd been fired, but no. You've. You must have been shorter segment today, so <laughs> you me
1: off the bench. Uh, I had a. I had a few days off last week and did a pre-recorded APG uh, special, so was able to give you a week off so we could save up and pay you double this week.
0: Yeah, beautiful. A double of nothing is nothing, but uh I always look forward to the paycheck. Is it? I'll be cashing them I'll be cashing them in when you're over for the race by grin. Oh. That's for sure.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> you better bring you better bring the company credit card, will you?
1: What company? I'm a self employed person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know that double I didn't know that that double nothing was nothing still. So it
0: is. It's great maths.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, I didn't know that. Race two, number one at and tomorrow night. A horse for Jackson Painting. It He trialled in New Zealand just early in December and was exported to Australia 18 days later, and that's all I can tell you. Yeah, and I can't
0: add a lot to that, to be honest. What I can say is after that qualifier, his connections put him on a public auction site over here in New Zealand, and Jackson scooped him up for $4,000. So... Yep. That gives you an idea of, uh, if they were prepared to sell him for that, that probably gives you an idea of where they viewed him. Yep. Um, and, look, hey, Jackson's a dab hand with the horses, with the imports. We know that. Um, surprised, you say and so he's come across the border, has he? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, well, that's interesting. I would say this, the horse is quite a big type. Uh, it's from a good family, Serena, Alta Serena family. She runs the New Zealand Cup, a couple, mm. well, probably two decades now. And I've found, and the trainers that I talk to sort of say the same thing, the Vincents just seem to be getting better as they get older and stronger. Uh, So time's going to be his friend. I just doubt that, you know, right now he's physically capable of going on a, you know, a big winning run. But Jackson is probably one of the ones that's shown me up in the past, uh, boys, putting (laughs) putting wings on a few of them. So I'll watch with interest, but I just think physically, maybe we wait six, six, nine months on that horse.
1: Be nice if they ever reminded you of that on Twitter or something. If you know, yeah. anyway. <laughs> now, uh-huh. have, did, did you find any interstate or anything you didn't? I don't think you did. No, and I actually
0: I was oddly prepared today, and I went through every single meeting that fields are available for, and um, no, uh, there was just that one, and uh, the the trialists that you that you yep. sent me through, and um, that was pretty much it. And then there's obviously the big meeting on the uh, survey.
1: So fun yesterday at Melton, there was a couple of interesting runners. One was a horse called Fun to Love for Dean Braun, who's had two starts over in New Zealand for two-fourths.
0: Yeah, look, uh, nice filly. Kirsten mm. Green had mm. her down south, two-fourths, both from bad draws. First up, um, punched through late to run fourth so after being held up. Second start, set parked, fought on pretty well. Um, Dean's Dean's one of the, I would say this lightly, Dean's probably one of the better judges out there, I think. Um, Yeah. And he has an incredible record with the ones he handpicks out of New Zealand. So uh, he obviously saw something he liked on the face of it. She just struck me as a nice handy filly, but for him to pick her up, probably a good sign. Um, Yeah, that's about it. I I would expect she, you know, if, if she... Develops as you would hope and expect, and gets uh, uh is Dean actually training at the moment? I I kind of yeah. lost track because at one he point he was it. training, then Amanda Greve was training them, and um, no, no. he seemed more interested in just sort of owning them and selling them. But um, okay, so Dean's training them. All right, well, yeah, she's not going to lack for polish. Um, yeah, let's let's watch with interest when she lines up. But from what I've seen, there's a lot of scope there.
1: Bark's an interesting horse. I think from my uh, research still owned by the same owners in New Zealand have been sent over to Kyle Marshall. You might be able to confirm that, but he's a pretty nice horse. He's got form ahead of horses like to put it in perspective for us, former head of Sea Art, former head of Coravelli Star. He sort of finished ahead of those a couple of times. This was before Sea Art went to Grimson, of course, and, uh, he goes to Kyle Marshall and I text Kyle actually seeing if he was hoping to get a run in the Cranbourne Cup. He doesn't think he'll get a start in the Cranbourne Cup. I think he probably would, but uh, I'd like to see him have a crack at what is Kyle's now hometown Cup. But he said most likely a raiding race and then off to the Melton Plate, hopefully. So uh, he, right. he's a pretty handy horse though, isn't he, Gary? He's a nice horse. He's owned uh,
0: over over his, his Grant Ironham. Uh, one of the bigger owners, actually, a granted spot holder in the race by Grins. That should give you an idea of the level at which he is invested in the game. Yeah, okay. Um, He he has his horses mainly with um, Rob and Jenna Dunn, and he usually, in the past, instead of selling them, he sent them over to Greg and Sky Bond, but this one's obviously different, possibly deemed wasn't suitable for the 800-metre track in Perth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just to give you an idea... um, Bark was in the emergencies for the New Zealand Cup. Mm. So Robert and Jenna thought enough of his horse to nominate him and accept him for that race. So put two and two together there. I only heard secondhand. Possibly they uh, they it wasn't a trainer's decision for the horse to go to Australia, and I think they were a bit um, disappointed to lose him. But I guess Grant just felt Robert and Jenna had a lot of horses in that sort of upper grades, and um, maybe one or two of them sort of needed to be dispersed uh, it's for new opportunities, and Bark is that one. As we know, Kyle's taken like a duck to water to training from Cranbourne. Mm-hmm. Everything's gone well, from what I can tell. So I'll be I'll be really interested to see what he does at Bark.
1: He raced on uh, must have been Kaikoura Cup Day. and ran third off twenty meters. See Art came off ten meters and ran six. Just uh, I'm tr- trying to. Yeah, that
0: was a nice race for Jimmy James McGuire. Yeah. run it like, was a race on Cup Day because it was a junior free for all because he was scratched out of the Cup, couldn't get a start, and it was won by Don't Stop Dreaming when CR ran it to a nose. But there was pretty much it was pretty much just like a sprint home, and everything in behind was sort of you know the ones in behind just couldn't get a run. So draw a line through that. I think he came out to Auckland. I have a feeling he raced on New Year's Eve. He did in the in the Franklin Cup. He did where Don't Stop Dreaming beat a cooter in a very very wet uh race, very very boggy track, slushy, whatever you want to say. And he was close up, got home alright all for about uh, I think it was four or four so yeah. hey, would you you know a horse that's run with he's run, you know, three lengths from a cooter, um, that's pretty good for him in it. So yeah, looking forward to seeing where Cole sta- uh, puts him in. Be a shame if he can't get him into the crambling cup, but even so, uh there's plenty more fish to fry going forward with him.
1: Certainly is, and, yeah, hopefully uh, he's, he can do a job over here. It'd be great for Kyle to get a link like that going with horses coming over from New Zealand as well. Grant, Grant's from, well, he's actually from Tauranga, which is sort of kiwi fruit country, and if you're looking at a New Zealand
0: map, it's sort of in the top right. But Grant has a lot of horses in Cambridge um, over the years with Andrew and Neil. Kyle's from Cambridge, so that's probably where the connections come from. Yeah, okay. I'm sure they've run into each other around the Cambridge track there at the races from time to time.
1: He's a nice guy. He would have apologised when you ran into him too, Kyle. Uh Hunter Cup, don't stop dreaming. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm seeing this race a bit differently to a few others. I think Leap to Fame's going to be three wide for the four or five hundred meters, work to the chair, and then Kate is going to have to make a decision whether she hand's up or not. And either way. If those two have done some work, and, and Mark Purden's sitting back smoking the pipe on Don't Stop Dreaming. He, he's won this race several times, Mark Purden. I don't think Don't Stop Dreaming's a Lazarus. Don't, don't get me wrong, but he's certainly good enough to just win this race if those two do too much.
0: Very, very good horse. I would say, I don't say this lightly, I think probably already he's better than a cooter. Um, I would say he's the best horse in their stable. Uh, but he's still only four, and he's inexperienced and left to fame as is a monster um mm. that has had some serious serious racing at the top level the last 12 18 months catch away too um not short on of experience in the top level either so and look you've got typo typos in a great vein of form brad hewitt might drive him aggressively cr well geez it's not unlike cam hart on a grimston runner to drive, yeah. drive him aggressively too you're right. Um he, everyone thinks about the End of Dominions, but let's go back further. Grant's been made to work very, very hard in a lot of these big races and sometimes it it's just too much for the horse, um, no matter how good the horse is. If he's asked to do too much from a bad draw. Jeez, I tell you what, by the way, have you ever known a horse a good horse to get so many bad draws as a to fame? Seriously. <laughs> um, that's just hey, that's just an independent observation from the other side of the ditch, but you don't often draw that good. it always seems like Grant's having to drive him drive him uh, aggressively early to to counter these bad but, draws. But that that's anyway, the, you're that's... right, it might be 3 it'll be three wide. Whether he gets to park to the lead will be the big question. How how hard he has to work. Um Mark no doubt, smoke a pipe, sit back, watch it unfold and hopefully get on the back of something and, and absolutely storm home uh, was it like the Victoria Cup where two or three of them got home down yeah. the outside out of yeah, nowhere. it was, you know it was. catch away flew home I think was one of them maybe and um the winner come from nowhere. So it can be done. I've always been of the belief that Melton's a track where you need to be handy, but the 2700 and if there's a strong tempo, it could be anyone's race.
1: He he makes his own. He's got a weak a chink in his armor. Is the is the sentence for leap to fame? He's not having high gate speed, so that makes anything mm-hmm. worse than about three a, a bad draw in a way for him. So he has to do yeah. the work. But so so say let's let's wind forward this race in 12 months' time. Would you think Don't Stop Dreaming would be nine dollars and let the fame at dollar thirty five, or do you think it'd be a lot closer? No, no.
0: Look look, uh maybe talking slightly out of school here, but the the owner one of the owners of Don't Stop Dreaming is uh I might have even said the story on, on the show in the past. One of the owners of Don't Stop Dreaming actually manages my local uh yeah. grocery store. Yeah. And, yeah, you have and seen in the it. past he's told me that Mark Purden had sort of relayed to them that he felt he felt this was probably his Nick Lazarus or similar to it. Maybe Lazarus is incomparable, perhaps. Yeah. But Don't Stop Dreaming was giving him that kind of feel as a you know late two year old, early three year old. So this is a serious, serious horse. And you would think with an extra bit of years racing and travel at the top level, I would I would be shocked if those aren't the two top horses in Australasia in twelve months'
1: time, okay. by far. Hey. And to add to that, when Dennis Dunford, who's the father of your local grocer, uh, was oh. on this show, he said the one race he wants to win with Don't Stop Dreaming is the Chariots of Fire. So Hunter Cup, Chariots of Fire, Potential Miracle Mile, in the, ne- in the next, what's that, six weeks, uh, we're probably going to know that Leap, about Leap to Fame and Don't Stop Dreaming a hell of a lot more.
0: Yeah, well, that's it's a big appetite. But look, Mark is, is hungry. He hasn't been over there for a few yeah, years due to COVID. Yeah. And uh, if you don't remember, if people don't remember how successful he and Natalie Rasmussen were with their, their raids in the 2010s and before that. You've got short memories because gee, they bought some good horses over and uh, they were to be fed, weren't they? So mm. um, yeah, I think this obviously Akuta was supposed to be part of his plans. Shame he's out for the year. Unfortunately, fingers crossed he his back next year. But uh, don't stop dreaming. He's still left with a very, very good horse.
1: Thanks, Garrick. Thank you so much, mate. We'll uh, catch up again next week. Right bye